you weren't born to be fat. You have a health condition that's preventing you from losing weight. Love your own body, that's all bullshit, man. There's no body positivity. If you're overweight, you gotta face it. Loving yourself is admitting to yourself that you're overweight, that you're obese, and you should fix that. We are about to eat baby calf testing. Okay, so. So what is this? Those are two brains because each brain separates into two pieces. So this is a brain, this is another one, and those are testicles. And if you guys bought them from the same source that I did, yeah. those are veal, uh, those are uh, veal organs. So a veal is a baby calf. Baby calf. Yeah. So, so like we are about to eat baby calf testicles. Uh, we are, definitely. <laughs> 100%. So women I met at the gym, we always see him like training and I was, always thought, oh, this dude looks like, you know, the 300, the movie? <laughs> yeah. I would always see you and be like, yeah, that guy should be in the movie. It's the first time ever anybody has said I look like Jared Butler. I think that's why I wanted to talk to you, because I'm like, I need to figure out a way to put this dude in a movie so he could, like, kill some people. And then we start talking, and you mentioned the whole raw meat, and that's why we're here now, to eat this. So let's see how it goes. All right, you want to go first or you want me to go first? I'll go first. What should I do? We cut this. It's just okay. I want you to... go first. I, you're the expert. You go first. You gonna try or are you gonna eat eat? I uh, will do my best to eat eat. Okay. All right. Let's see. So we're gonna have half a brain each. All right. So this is my piece. This is your piece. This is what we're gonna start with. Jesus Christ. Yes. This is like not very thawed. So. It doesn't taste bad. You just need some salt. And you go for it. You want me to go first? Yeah, I think you should go first. Alright. Okay, so. This is pretty decent. Alright, <clears throat> let's try it. It's like oysters. It's very similar to them. Not one hundred percent, but it's I can, I can that, see. Yeah. when you when you salt a lot, it would it would be similar to oysters. It's crazy. Now that you mentioned it, I can see I can feel the I can feel the similarity. Whenever somebody would ask me like what I think of them, mm -hmm. I'd say ice cream. You definitely would not think this is like it's just a because because I always eat it half frozen, so I'd be like, oh, it's just a flavor of ice cream. And the flavor is brains. Yes. You know, can I get some brains ice cream, please? And this is safe, by the way, that like you can eat, maybe it's fine. Yeah, I mean, if it's not safe, if the brain is not safe, even if you cook it, you're, you're, not, you're gonna get sick. Really? So one thing, one, thing about brain, one thing about brains is that <clears throat> if they're infected, they have prions or uh, uh, CJD disease. What is that? Um, Jacob disease. It's a protein. That is harmful and cannot be killed when ingested, and it can't be treated if you get sick. If it like if you get sick from it, it can't be treated. It's like it's a it's the human form of mad cow disease because you can't get mad cow disease. You get a prion, you get that disease. Gotcha. You get the CJD. So there's <clears throat> no like bacteria or parasites. I, or... I mean, bacteria and parasites, your your body can take care of them. Unless you have a leaky gut or an unhealthy stomach or, you know, 
uh, a high pH level, which is which means that like your your digestive system is not healthy, you can take care of that. Like, I, I I'm never worried about a bacteria or a parasite. I'm actually I'm not worried about anything. <laughs> but because <laughs> because people ask like, oh, won't you get sick? Like, I mean, you might get sick. I'm, I've I've heard of people getting sick from excuse me from eating lettuce. You know, people get sick at restaurants while still eating cooked food. There's always a chance you're going to get sick. And what is the reason why you eat the raw? <clears throat> I'm an aspiring athlete. One of my goals in life, not my ultimate goal, but one of them, is to be a professional bodybuilder. I want to get my pro card in classic physique. I want to compete as a classic physique competitor. And uh, I've wanted to do that for a long time. Unfortunately, I've had a lot of roadblocks along the way, and one of them is digestion. I can't digest. I, I switched a lot of diets. I did keto, I did uh, paleo, I did vegan, I did, uh, I did vegetarian, I did med Mediterranean, which is like the diet that I started with because mm -hmm. I was born in the Middle East. I would suffer with constipation. As a kid, I would use the restroom maybe once a week. Wow. Like, it was really bad. Uh, I'm always bloated. I can't finish my food. Like, I want to eat a lot. I know I can't eat a lot, but as soon as I eat, I can't. Like, like I remember when I was a little kid, I would eat like three pizzas. Like, three small size pizzas, but they're still like. But then I can't eat for two days just because I can't. I can't even digest. Like I, I'm, I'm like a fat kid who wants to eat a lot, but I just can't digest. I can't handle what I eat. I developed hemorrhoidal disease at a young age. I would have like blood in my stool as a kid, and then it got worse and worse and worse, and it would give me anxiety. I already had anxiety, but it would give me anxiety as well, like just because. You don't want to leave the house without using the restroom. Because mm -hmm. you're going to feel like, you're going to feel sluggish, you're going to feel heavy the whole day. Yeah. You don't want to do that. So I would get anxiety in the morning, like, okay, can I use the restroom? Can I? I can't, no. And then you would start like, you'd start like dwelling over this. And I was using laxatives. I was, uh, I even smoked cigarettes. Back in college, I would smoke like two cigarettes as soon as I wake up. And I would have coffee, and I would take laxatives just because I needed to use restroom, and I wouldn't. I, I just can't. And then how did you discover that eating like raw meat you could like? It took it took a long time. I like I went through all diets and stuff like that, but and I even got surgery. But then I was having X-rays for another problem that I had because I have a dislocated jaw. I was having X-rays, and um, my doctor was looking at the X-rays, and they're like, and he was like, "Oh, yo, those are very dark. Those X-rays are very dark." Um, this is a sign of inflammation. What is your diet like? I was like, I've been almost, almost vegan for three years. Sometimes I cheat, but mostly, like more than ninety percent of my diet is plant-based. And he's like, I think, I think you should change that. Hmm. Uh, so plant-based <clears throat> was making you have inflammation. Yes. So plants, uh, grains, uh, legumes, all those they cause inflammation in the body because they have anti-nutrients like. Polyphenols, phytoestrogens, uh, oxalates, there's lectins, there's tannins, there's saponins, you know, like there's a whole list of anti-nutrients anti that cause inflammation in your body. 
You know, every person is different. You might eat almonds and get a reaction that requires you to go to the hospital. And then you might eat almonds and feel fine, but then it would cause a little inflammation in your body. Mm -hmm. So there's degrees of uh, reactivity to those, to those anti-nutrients. So the guy said, you have to change your diet, eat more. He didn't say I have to change my diet. He just suggested I look into carnivore. He's like, I think you have a lot of inflammation. It's none of my business. Like he wasn't my doctor. He's like, this is not what he was like. This is not his profession. He's, like the guy. He's not the profession. And he was a doctor, but he was like, nutrition is not, is not his thing. Gotcha. But he was like, your x-rays are very dark. It's a sign of inflammation. I want you to look into carnivore. I was like, what do you mean carnivore? Like, like doesn't, doesn't meat cause heart disease? He's like, yeah, this is, what, this is what everybody wants you to think. Just, just go look into it. Hmm. You do your own research. I'm not gonna tell you stuff. I'm just, I just said, I'm just gonna tell you to go look into it. So I went home and went on Google, carnivore. What is a carnivore diet? First thing that popped up, Sean Baker. And then Paul Saladino. Sean Baker has a book. Paul Saladino has a book. Bought the books. By the way, like anyone watching, you should go do your own research. We're just like hanging out, trying this, and just I'm just curious uh, about your story, but we're not telling anyone to do anything that they have to go and like do their own research. Exactly. Even on my YouTube channel, I was like, this is not medical advice. All I'm, all I'm doing is I'm telling you stuff that I read. I'm telling you things that I have come across in my journey, and you just have to go do your own research. At the end of the day, you have to go your own research. Although I do provide coaching, but it's, this is just this is just fitness. Like I don't tell somebody to go stop their medication. I don't tell, like I don't I don't. Know. And I really like what you said of like every person is different. Like every person, like you would have a different reaction depending on what you eat because like we're all slightly different. So that's exactly. Good. So like I I think the healthiest thing is for people to be animal based, but you don't have to be as strict. Like I'm strict because I'm trying to eat a lot. So what's your diet like? Cause you were telling us about like when you went and ate like, what's it like 50 eggs? Actually a hundred egg yolks. A hundred egg yolks. Yes. In one day. In one day. So that wasn't, that wasn't, that was not the smartest idea. It was just, it was just, you know, it was just an experiment. You know, I don't think you should eat a hundred egg yolks in one day. That's like hundred egg yolks was 50, 600, 5,500 calories. And that is a lot of cholesterol, although I don't think dietary cholesterol is bad for you, but still, like, that's, that's a lot of food. I couldn't digest everything for, for like, for hours, because I ate them, you know, like, it took me eight minutes to eat 5,000 calories, so my body was like, what, what, what happened? Like, what, what happened? What, what's going on? I, I think we're fasting today, and then look, <laughs> all this shit. That's crazy. So, so right now, you're, you're training to get your pro card, so you told me you have to get your weight up, and you want to hit, like, 250? Uh, so I have to be my my stage weight is two forty seven. So I'm probably gonna hit like two fifty five, two sixty, and then actually two fifty five because I'm I'm not I'm not like uh, I don't have a lot of like water weight. Mm -hmm. I don't eat uh, I, I barely eat any, uh, any carbs. So I gotta get up my weight to like two fifty five, and then shred, and then start competing, and mm -hmm. then earn a pro card, and then get to where I want to get yeah. is just compete in Olympia. That's gonna take that's gonna take some time. So you have to eat how many calories this is every my, day? I'm at 230 pounds right now and I'm eating 4,500 calories a day. Wow. So probably when I get to like 250 pounds, I'm probably going to be eating like maybe like 5,500, 6,000. I'm, I'm assuming like 
tops, I'll be eating 6,000 calories, like at most. Wow, that's almost like, I think I only eat like, for a normal person, it ranges like 1,800 to 1,000? Oh, for a normal person, it's like around 2,200, 2,300 if you got, uh, for me, like before I started like this bulk, when I, when I was weighing like maybe 210 pounds or something like that, I would eat, I would eat like 2,800 calories, right, 20, 2,700. And like I was, I was still like a, a big guy, you know, like yeah. bigger than average. But not. Yeah, yeah, no, you look like a freaking beast. Like no, now <laughs> I do, now I do, but but back then I didn't. I, I just looked like an average, but just just a little big. Yeah, so that's a lot of food. Now, tell me about your your training because I see you train. You're always very focused. Like you mind your business. You talk to a few people here and there, but you're doing like your thing. I like to I like to train alone. I don't like to train with people. I like to take my time. Um, I mentioned earlier that I have a dislocated jaw, so it takes me a lot. Of, it takes a lot of for me to focus to get my to get my muscles in action to achieve this muscle mind connection and stuff like that. Like I don't like to go bullshit at the gym. Mm -hmm. And if you're talking to a lot of people and you're training with somebody, you know you're always going to be you're always going to be distracted. So I like to train alone. I do train with my brother sometimes. But even when I do, because I have dual gym membership, I go train with my brother, and then after that, I would go still to zoo and then do my own thing. So uh, oftentimes, I train twice a day. So what's your thinking behind the, the training? Like, what are some things that you know now that for someone who, like in my case, I've been training for a while, but because I don't want to be an athlete, I don't want to do all of those things. I think I still maybe sell myself short or like don't go as hard as I should. And I have a lot of injuries like my shoulder and my back. So what are some things that you have learned in the past, like recent time that has <clears throat> helped you make the, like the flip and like turn up the, the intensity? Uh, I mean, turning up the intensity is, is uh, dependent on what your goal is like you don't have to train very intensely if you're not trying to be an athlete I don't I don't see any necessity in doing that uh, if you're trying to be an athlete yes you have to you have to go hard you have to you have to be disciplined I think being disciplined is is more important than going hard with your training because a lot of people like do high intensity a lot of people do low intensity they just go do some heavy weight you know there's a lot of there's a lot of types of training like I see some guys at the gym, like they stay there for like four or five hours. They're power lifters. They do a set every 25 to 30 minutes, maybe. Like like they, they waste a lot of time. They go socialize and stuff like that, but they still get their, they still get their thing in. Uh, what's more important, like I said, is discipline. Like choose whatever you want. Choose whatever path you want. And just stay committed to it. Do whatever you're doing on a daily basis and know what you're doing. So if you feel that you're at the gym and you don't know what you're doing, you feel that you're doing something wrong, you probably are. Watch tutorial videos. You know, back when I started training, it wasn't as easy. You know, you couldn't find, you couldn't find enough tutorials. There wasn't, there wasn't like, the information wasn't readily available as it is right now. Now it feels like that there's almost too much. So how do you sort through like the BS and like the random things and find like the good good information i feel that like it's 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 easy to tell who's full of shit and who's not like i'm not saying nutrition for example you know like in nutrition you could go listen to this guy like v shred he's a complete fucking clown 
but you can go listen to him and buy his supplements and he'd use like some some complicated words here and there and you would you would fall for it but then if somebody's telling you a tutorial how to perform an exercise you should be able to know if he's if he's saying the right thing like for example on tiktok this guy is jpg coaching this guy's amazing like how he does how he does the training uh, jeff cavalier yeah jeff i've watched so many of his videos i i mean like, like this is this is my point is that the most important thing when you want to go to the gym is get some information because I would say, I would say get a coach. I would say as soon as you want to go, like you want to start your fitness journey, you want to start, it doesn't have to be fitness. You want to start your wellness journey, like you want to just get better, get a coach. But a lot of people are going to say like, oh, I can't afford a coach because a coach is like at least like $50 an hour to $100 depending on who they are. The online coaching is good, is really good, but are you really performing the exercises well? Are you risking injury? Like you could have a very good program, you could have a very well-rounded program that teaches you everything from A to Z, but you still can't perform them right. This is why we're seeing a lot of like uh, trainers uh, develop apps for themselves right now. Because yeah. you know, like you get the app, you get your you get your client, and then you tell them how to perform each exercise. But then still, if you still don't have a trainer like that, if you if you don't know any trainer with an app, you just go on YouTube, Google exercises. Or Google like Google a whole a whole training routine like okay what should I do on chest day they would tell you what to do on chest day they would tell you how to perform the exercises so yeah there's there's a lot there I think where it gets tricky is after you have started because at the beginning you should just go to the gym like getting there and being consistent is way more important than the specifics I think until you get into the routine and the identity of knowing okay. I do this kind of thing. I'm the type of person that goes to the gym. This is part of who I am. Then once you get over that part is figuring out who you're going to listen to and try to be, like what you said, don't risk injury. Are you doing the exercises correctly? Uh, I just think that it's really hard to accept that having a coach is probably what you should do and being able to invest the money that it takes. Because most people, if that's not a priority, they're not going to see that they should spend that money. But at least in my experience, it has made such a huge difference to be around people that have told me how to improve, not just because of fitness, but also because that opens up your mind to what other things can I do? Like in my case, I was a very skinny guy growing up and it was not part of my identity to think, Oh, I'm going to go to the gym and lift weights and do all this. I was always more like intellectual, like, reading and writing and like doing films and all that I was not like a physical person until in college I started we had to take a like a wellness class and the professor starts telling us like all the benefits about exercise and diet and all that and then I understood but before my identity was not going to the gym and get big like I I wanted that because I wanted to feel strong but I almost disguised it by telling myself, yeah, that's not who you are, you know? And I was so wrong until I realized that that's not necessarily who I am and I can become stronger. And then I started to work out on my own and do like at-home workouts. And then I started going to the gym and watching a lot of the X videos and Ross Dickerson, a uh, few other people. And then I started training more and more and more. And actually being around people and going to the zoo has helped me to see myself in that light. And I think that would be really helpful for people. Like, 
So for you, when you start coaching someone, what's kind of the process that, that you try to do different from other people? I, I address I address their health issues uh, like like what what kind of what kind of problems do you have do you think uh, do you have any underlying health conditions uh, mostly the people that work with me are people who want to lose weight okay um, I know I'm trying to be a bodybuilder but I don't have I don't have the cli- I don't have clients that are trying to go pro because I myself are like I'm not I'm not pro yet. So most of my clients are clients that struggle with losing weight and this is what I aimed at because there's a lot of scams in the industry, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of misleading products, you know, like the fit teas and uh, uh, herb, fit tea? just, I don't know, some, some, some shakes, some teas that they tell you that oh. they do detox your body and stuff like that yeah. and then you got like the Herbalife, there's this girl that I knew at the gym back in 24-hour fitness. She was working for Herbalife and she tried as much as possible to like have me work with her. And I know like, I know what Herbalife is, but, but I, I, I just, I just listen to her because I don't, I don't like being an asshole to people. So if you're telling me something, I would listen to you. Just, you know, just to encourage you, whatever. Yeah. I did tell her I, that, you know, like, like Herbalife is not healthy, you know, the kind of, <clears throat> the ingredients they use. They use carcinogenic ingredients. This is not this is not what uh, what a rounded diet should look like. This is this is not getting this is not giving you enough nutrition. You know, she didn't listen to me. She she really believed in her life. But the thing is that she's been doing this since 2017. She's still like 40 pounds overweight. Yeah, there's no magical like drink this and then you get fit. Like, you have to that's this is this is the reason why I I want to help people. And then, and then they ask me like, oh, do I have to eat raw meat? Like, no, you don't have to eat raw meat. I eat raw meat because I eat nose to tail. I believe that we should eat nose to tail. I don't, I don't believe that we should just eat steaks, but it's not for health reasons. It's just, this is, this is what my belief is, but you can still eat cooked meat and cooked animal fat and you can still lose weight. This is basically it. Like, you know, if you're overweight, that means, that means you have you have you have a health condition. You have a health condition that's preventing you from losing weight. Because you know we weren't born to be fat. You know they want to sugarcoat it here, like body positivity and you know love your own body. That's all bullshit, man. There's no body positivity. If you're overweight, you gotta face it. You gotta be honest with yourself that okay, I'm overweight. Bro. Loving yourself is admitting to yourself that you're overweight, that you're obese, and you should fix that. Because being overweight, this is metabolic dysfunction. Metabolic dysfunction is pre-diabetes. It's just you have insulin resistance. Period. There's no there's no other ways around it. If you're overweight, if you're obese, you have insulin resistance. Insulin resistance is pre-diabetic. Diabetes is pre-heart disease. So this is the path you're walking down. Mm-hmm. This is this is where you're going. So you can tell me all this bullshit about body body positivity all day long. But at the end of the day, if you actually love yourself. You would look at yourself in the mirror and see like, okay, I need to change this. And changing this is by changing your diet. Everything starts with your diet. So when people start doing those changes in the, in the diet, how do you make that stick? How are you able to like see someone going from losing a few pounds to then turning into now I'm going to be like a killing machine and now I'm going to get strong and all that. Do you have a lot of people that come to you and want to like emulate what you're doing? Not really. 
most of the people that come to me, they just want to, they just want to be healthy. They want to be, they want to feel better about themselves. Uh, some people come to me like, you know, man, I have a marital disease. What should I do? Uh, you know, I'm diabetic. I don't want to be on medication. Um, I still tell them, you know, like you should still see your doctor and you should still talk to your doctor about this. But if you're, if you have type two diabetes, I can, I can help you. I can help you get off your meds. It's very easy, man. All you have to do is just cut carbohydrates. But they don't want you to know that. Like, like the whole Who is pharma, that? the pharma industry, the medical industry, they just don't want you to do it. Okay. So you have research done by universities. This research is funded by pharma. You know, because you know they give them grants and stuff like that. There's always a loophole around like uh, unethical behavior. So they'd be like, you know what? I think we just want to give you some money so that you can do research. And then, lo and behold, the research, the, the result of the research serves what pharma wants. There was this guy Ansel Keys back in the in the 50s and 1950s. He was doing research uh, on saturated fat and heart disease. Basically, the results, of, the results of the research said that saturated fat does not affect heart disease. You know, your cholesterol, the, the, the cholesterol in your blood is not related to heart disease because lowering your LDL increased all-cause mortality. Uh, all-cause mortality is like, it should be a, the main metric we will look at when in health. Because, you know, like if you, if you save, like if I lower your cancer, but then I cause... Uh, I cause brain damage and, and I cause heart disease and I cause everything else, you know, like I'm not actually doing you any favor. Mm -hmm. So in, in the end, the metric should be all-cause mortality. And they found that lowering your LDL, which which is basically the, the villain in, in today's world, is like, oh, you have high LDL, you have high cholesterol, you know, you're gonna die. What they found is that lowering your LDL increased all-cause mortality in old people. But they hit it under the rug because they have a scenario and they just want to work according to that. So back to our main point is that, okay, it's very easy to, to, to reverse diabetes. It's, it's like literally all you have to do is just eat more animal fat, cut your carbohydrates and your body will regulate itself. Your body will heal itself, but you just got to stop feeding it the poison. But then, you know, like those like wannabe doctors and wannabe nutritionists and uh, whatever, maybe like some of them come in good faith, but yeah. whatever. And it's also hard when you have been eating that for like so long to, to cut that. Is it harder to be sick or is it harder to cut, yeah. your, to cut your food? You have to pay your heart. I'm not asking you to eat a freaking salad every day. I'm, I'm telling you, bro, go eat a steak. Go eat a steak. Wake up, eat steak and eggs. Go to bed, eat freaking steak and eggs man eat ground beef you don't you don't have to eat organs I, you just get some supplements get some some frozen organs eat them uh, wh whatever but eat some dairy if if you're if you're okay with that you know like raw dairy preferably but you can't keep eating candy and pastries and bread and like all these high carbohydrates and then taking your insulin medication and then telling me, oh, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm sick. I'm like, of course you're sick. Yeah. Your food is getting you sick. Yeah, you gotta change what you're eating. So, I bet you get a lot of flack on social media about all of this. So, tell me how that has 
changed for you? Because I think recently you started getting more attention with people and like, how is that playing for you? And not like, I don't mean in the specifics of like, oh, fight, telling them this or telling them that. I'm more interested in like, for you, like mentally and emotionally, how does it feel now you have like an audience and so many people that you're talking about all of this and people come at you with all kinds of random like questions and all that. The hate kind of gets to you. You know, you ignore it as much as possible, but at one point, some of it does get to you, but you don't focus on that. What you focus is the purpose of why you did this. Like my purpose is showing people how I help myself and noticing if any, if anybody else needs help so that I can help them along the way. Mm-hmm. You know, if you feel like you're bloated all the time and you know, you're not, you're not comfortable with yourself and you just, you just can't eat or you feel like you can't lose weight, you can't gain weight because you're always, you always feel sluggish. You feel like you can't consume the food. And I found a solution for myself and I just want to help you. I just want to help you get better. So I focus on my purpose. I answer most of my uh, most of my DMs. I get I get tons of people DMing me. They're always like, "Oh, I have this problem. I have this problem. What can I do? What can I do?" And I do. I get a lot of people like just hating or trolling. So that's why I answer most of them, not everything. So how is your strategy thinking long term? Because you want to compete in everything that comes with that. And nowadays, like. If you're not using social media to help you with any of your goals, you're missing out big time. So what do you think about all of that? Do you like that you have to deal with that or? My, my, my educational background is marketing. I studied marketing. I'm, I, I don't find social media very complicated. I don't find it hard. There's some, some edge that you have to bring to your presence on social media. You have to provide value for people to come back. There's got to be like a wow factor or uh, you just got to be a little bizarre, you know, like it just, you just have to be different in your own way. And I don't mean different by being an idiot because, you know, a lot of people do that. It's just like they just try to be different, but there's nothing going on. I don't mean that. Like I just be different. That means be yourself, be something, be something you're comfortable with. Be somebody you're, what you're doing on camera is exactly what you're doing behind camera. You know, like, like if you're going to eat this, don't just eat it for the camera. I just ate it for the camera today. I'm just yeah, no, but, but I'm saying like, like if you're going to eat this or if you're going to be like, cause I know like, like maybe a lot, a lot of carnivores, a lot of not carnivores, a lot of wannabe vegans actually, they go on camera and it's like, Oh, vegan this, vegan that, vegan this, vegan that. And then they go cheat behind like, well, like when they're off camera. So like, whatever you're doing, just let it be you. Let it be actually you. Uh, provide value for the people. There's like tweaks here and there for the, for the algorithm for each app. And you just have to connect with your audience. Like you have to reply to them. They reach out to you. You have to talk to them. You have to befriend them. A lot of people are lonely, man. Like a lot of people reach out to me and <clears throat> you know, like you, you, get, you get very busy. I'm a, I'm a busy man, but a lot of people reach out to me and they want to start conversations and you just notice that they just want to have somebody to talk to. It's not possible when you grow a lot, but just saying thank you or engaging with them for a minute or two just makes a big difference. They just, they, they make them, it, it makes them love you. If you add that to like the value that you're, you're providing for them, 
this is this is where it makes me content. You know, yeah. it's just like this is like helping them. So, if you could do anything, go after any goal, create anything, and money and time is not an issue, what would you do? I'd probably start a huge business for coaching people for free on how to get off their medications and how to become healthy. And I would just like give them free coaching sessions for life for as many people as I can. And I'd have people do that for me. That's not pretty good. Maybe we need to find someone that can help finance. <laughs> you know, like see, seriously, if money's not an issue, I would just I would just like coach as many people as I can free of charge. Because like a lot of people like like I know a lot of people come to me as like, oh, how much do you charge for this? And I'm like, okay, well, this is my rate. Um, and then like, oh, that's so interesting. But then they don't they don't actually go for it because I know a lot of people struggle financially. Yeah. Uh, and, but but at the same time, a lot of people don't have it as a priority. Like they would rather go spend thousand dollars on a PlayStation than go spend this much money or this much money on on, on being on themselves or being healthy. So I think to cut corners, what I would do is I would just like provide free coaching. That that would be that would be amazing. That's awesome. Well, man, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me, man. We're gonna see if we can finish a little bit of this and try the the testicles. I think, I think you I think you should have the testicles. I'm gonna try the testicles. So thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you can share it with a friend, hit the like button and subscribe, and we'll see you in another episode. You as always. Yeah. <laughs>